I want to talk to you about anxiety. Now, how many of y'all listening to this have been anxious at times? Like something was not going right and you're trying to figure out like, oh my God, I don't know what's really going to happen. And that anxiety then takes your brain and shrinks it so you can no longer think properly or even get yourself to act. You ever been in that situation when you feel like everything is just super overwhelming? You just have too much going on and not enough strength to handle it. Well, I'm here to tell you that you have enough strength in you. It's already there. And, you know, it's just like going to the gym. We must begin to exercise our mental strength towards battling with things such as anxiety, depression, and feeling like you're stuck in life. You know, that's one thing I've went through, right? It's like, oh my God, I am not where I need to be. Oh my God, I can barely feed myself. Oh my God, I just slept in my car last night. Oh snap, I just lost all my customers or clients. Have you ever been in that circumstance? And Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth, in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. Or tune in live every Monday at 12 p.m. by visiting FAURradio.com. Thank you for tuning in to another episode here on the Ed Talk Podcast. It's your Boy, CEO Ambition is here, a.k.a. Edouard Gilles. I want to thank you. I guess it's the opposite way around. Edouard Gilles, a.k.a. CEO Ambition is. So if you don't know what the Ed Talk podcast is all about, it's all about how do you achieve the holistic version of yourself. Being living holistically means that you live as a whole. You, you take it into consideration how do you get the mind the body nutrition and all aspects of your life solidified and today is an amazing day to come talk to you because i want to talk to you about a very special subject of how do you design uh, a, a life that gives you satisfaction now no matter what stage you are in life rich or poor broke or full of money one thing you can be rich in is in a good mind state and if there's one thing i can share with you with true passion compassion and actually being able to relate is that journey to having control of the mind now i've been able to do that and i believe that everything else will just follow because of that but that's the first step of achieving anything or being happy or actually just being a human being if your mind is not controlled then you may just be a robot in the body of a human being so we want to talk to you about anxiety now how many of y'all listening to this have been anxious at times like something was not going right and you're trying to figure out like oh my god i don't know what's really gonna happen and that anxiety then takes your brain and shrinks it so you can no longer think properly or even get yourself to act you ever been in that situation when you feel like everything is just super overwhelming you just have too much going on and not enough strength to handle it well i'm here to tell you that you have enough strength in you it's already there and you know it's just like going to the gym we must begin to exercise our mental strength 
towards battling with things such as anxiety, depression, and feeling like you're stuck in life. You know, that's one thing I've went through, right? It's like, oh my God, I am not where I need to be. Oh my God, I can barely feed myself. Oh my God, I just slept in my car last night. Oh snap, I just lost all my customers or clients. Have you ever been in that circumstance? And with anxiety comes what you call worry. These are the two best friends, anxiety and worry. They do not leave the house without one another. Anxiety and worry, they do not leave the house without one another. You could call them twinsies. And yes, they're twins, so you always look at them because they catch your attention. Anxiety and worry. Now, a lot of us, we live our lives in stages of being anxious and worrying. And when that happens, we really can't think properly. And if we can't think properly in the present moment, then it's inevitable of what the future is going to look like. It's going to look like exactly what you was trying to avoid in the first place. So to battle anxiety and worry, we have to be present in our circumstance. We have to realize what will be the end result if I worry or if I don't worry. Now think about this one question. What is the end result if you worry and what is the end result if you don't worry? Now it would be the same unless there is an act that causes that to change, right? Unless you act in that circumstance, it will stay the same or the result will stay the same because you're not doing anything. You're just like a deer stuck in the street and you see the headlight come in and you just like staring right at it. You're like, oh my gosh, this is about to hit me right here. So you staring at the headlight, staring at the headlight, then boom. You got hit by a car. And you was like, I didn't see the car coming. Yes, you did. But you were so busy looking into the light that you never got out the way. You got struck by the car because you got stuck in your vision towards a potential threat or problem. So anxiety and worry is like seeing a potential threat or problem in a distant future and staring at it or wondering what's going to happen instead of moving out the way. So reducing anxiety and worry starts with the basic of first recognize then move towards the direction of life, not death, not an accident, but life, right? So you're getting a lot of problems right now. You're anxious because every time you go to work, your boss is micromanaging you, telling you what to do every second of the day. And they're not even paying you well enough to be asking you to do all this stuff. This is what your mind is saying. Your mind's story is constantly telling you that they don't appreciate me here. And every time I come here, yet they want me to do a whole bunch of stuff. So every time you're at work, you're under stress and anxiety because your mind state says that I do not want to deal with this BS. Right? Now imagine if every day in the morning before you go to work, you're thinking about how horrible work is going to be. You're just like, it's going to be really, really bad. And you're just thinking about that. First of all, what you think about, you attract and it comes to you. It gets granted to you right there. So you're going to get that. That's the one loss. The second loss. The time you think you spend thinking about what's going to happen, what may happen, what you perceive is going to happen could be used to live, to be happy and joyous, to do something you actually like. Don't go home and bring work home because you're thinking about 
oh my god i have a bunch of things to do tomorrow at work i gotta do this and do that and i gotta do if you're a supervisor i gotta deal with these lazy employees that's what you're gonna get if you want the work to go well wake up with the mindset that i'm not going to work i'm going to this place and i'm providing the service and value that i have as a human being to this institution in exchange for monetary gains for myself and in turn because i am a business i will give a hundred and twenty percent of my capabilities doing more than i'm asked because i understand that that type of mentality will then carry on to every aspect of my life so why wouldn't i want to take that route now instead of anxiety we have what we call excitement for the future now imagine how crazy life would be and how unbearable our feelings would be if every day we thought to ourselves oh my god what if i die today what if we had that type of thought every day every hour every minute every second can you think of how detrimental that would be towards our wealth health and health well-being it'll be dramatically a bad thing because we won't be able to live life anxiety is being afraid to die without knowing what de death feels like is being afraid to die without any indication that you're going to die simply a thought fostered up in the brain area but actually fostered in the mind that's within the brain right and we're thinking i'm gonna die today no so let's switch that back around you're going to live today you're going to excel today and out of that energy every day you're going to live you're going to live the best life you possibly can you're going to enjoy and you're going to be enthusiastic as enthusiastic as you possibly can you're going to have a positive mindset waking up you're going to crush the day when you wake up you're going to be excited to wake up because you can't wait to live not apprehensive about waking up because you don't know when death is coming listen death is inedible but life is what we choose life is what we choose to focus on living is what we do in that choice so let's live let's do things that makes us happier with our lives so now you may be saying yes this sounds pretty good right but how do i actually get started right how do i start compressing the anxiety the anxious and the worry that i have in my head here's what you have to think about think about what are you taking away every time that you worry about what might happen Think about it. What do you lose every time you worry? For instance, you ever went to a theme park and you're like, I will not I will not get on this ride because I'm worried that the chains might break and I'm gonna fall off and break my neck. What do you lose for not going there? You're losing that excitement of being in a ride. Now maybe you were scared of height maybe not everyone maybe that's not an excitement for you you know that's with everything in life but let's say there was the most delicious food in the world and you're like i don't know if i'm gonna like this food you're anxious about what the taste is gonna be like but it's the best food in the world 99 percent of the people love it you just missed out on eating the best food in the world anxiety is a thief it steals you from possibilities it steals possibilities away from you and then everything that seems to be impossible plays a greater toll in your decision making rather than what's actually possible you know impossible 
is not really shouldn't be a word because impossible means that to you or to this mind to this consciousness it's not possible but we cannot judge the world the possibilities based on our lens we have to judge it based on the world the universe the laws of nature you can't say well it's impossible how do you know where is your point of reference towards that impossibility where's your point of reference when you're saying something might go turn out wrong what's the point of reference if you can't prove it then lose it lose that mentality that this can't happen because you're then getting in your way of unlimited possibilities now the first thing is living and loving life that spirit will drive you and guide you towards being less anxious and less worried just love life just look at the flowers and see them bloom take a deep breath and enjoy your breath look at your peers and enjoy their beauty enjoy their talents enjoy their knowledge that's beautiful that's enjoying life when you go out to eat taste the food taste every single bit of all the ingredients used in the texture and think about it where it's from how it got to your mouth and what it's doing for your body nutritionally being more in touch and understanding that all we have to control is literally the present moment is i believe the first step towards being less anxious and less worried about the future and I can attest to this worry is the result of the conceived ideas on our brains that are influenced by limited information when we have limited information we make up our own information not out of intuition and then we think that that's the basis to judge everything that's what causes anxiety is limited information limited evidence totaling into a worried mind because you have limited information and limited evidence you're like well this might turn out wrong so instead of looking at possibilities you look at impossibilities because of that limit that you place in your brain so unshackle the mind unshackle the brain let's open it up so let's be less anxious one time I remember I was super anxious I thought I was about to get kicked out of uh, of my house now and I did eventually but I was anxious I had I experienced the most anxiety for like three four months crazy anxiety I'm telling you like every day I went home and I saw a notice and I was like damn sooner or later all my stuff is gonna end up outside it was like I was like that deer looking into a headlight and the more I thought about hitting the car the car just came to me and hit me right and that hindered my ability to do anything about the situation because I just thought about well I'm gonna get evicted I'm getting evicted what if I went to this to the office and I spoke to them I'm like listen we need to work out a plan right now to fix my problem that would have been solved I would have been worry-free and my business would have been more thriving because I could give my clients more attention, right? I could uh, look better and feel better and have the energy and have the energy and enthusiasm that I have now because I wouldn't have spent my time worrying. So the worry habit always leads to more worry. When you worry about one thing and anxious about it, you're like, I don't know if this is going to work out. You froze up. You're not just froze up in one circumstance. Your body is frozen up. You know what I mean? When the light, when the when the deer is looking at this car about to hit him, you think their eyes are frozen? No, their whole body is frozen from the mind to the body. All of it is frozen. That means your life's progress is frozen. That means your body progress is frozen. That means your mental cap capacity to learn is frozen. That means your relationships are trumped by that inability to get your mind right. That means that everything in your life is disorganized 
because of warnings, anxious thought, right? You don't know if you're going to pass or fail. Well, what's going to happen at the end of the day if you worry about it or don't worry about it? Unless you did an action to change your grades, you're going to pass or fail. It's inevitable what the result is going to be. It's going to be. But what's inevitable is what we are doing the process to getting to such result. Our actions can determine what results we get. But the result that we predetermine is going to happen will most likely happen. See, I don't believe that I will not be successful. I believe and know that I will be and I am. Then I will have all the success that I want because I believe it. That's what I look for. But if I said, okay, I won't do any of this because I might just waste 7, 10 years of my life and I'll still be broke. Guess what would happen? I would be still broke. So I believe the process of lessening your anxiety is recognizing that the only thing you have control over is what you think and what you do. And those two things are the only things that we should primarily focus on. What are we thinking and what are we doing? Not what others are doing, not what might happen or what may happen, what, what you think is going to happen, but what is the reality? What is the reality of the situation? Get your facts right and then your mind will always be all right. But first, you have to get the facts straight about the situation before you judge the end result of that situation. So we, we have the control over our minds, ladies and gentlemen. That's the message for today is that we have control over how we think about the situations and the circumstances and the turmoils and problems and all the supposedly bad things in our lives. And when we can begin to recognize of that power, then we can actually use that power. Knowledge is simply potential power it's simply knowing that i have the potential to take this knowledge and apply it in such a way that it can bring me value right so use not your knowledge to make up stories about what's going to happen but use your knowledge to dissect the situation come up with a plan utilize that plan to grow yourself and grow yourself and go into yourself that you can analyze and recognize the problem point you know that's when you reach the breaking point when you're able to take yourself take yourself outside yourself and look into yourself and see what habits what have you been doing lately that has been hindering you from being happy and if that's the worry habit, we got to learn to kick the worry habit. Learning how to kick the worry habit. And we can't look at the car and the car is coming about to hit us and we get hit. We have to find a way to get out the way. Right now, find a way to get out the way. Now, in our society right now, anxiety is pretty big. Everybody's anxious about the future. Everybody's anxious about their homes. People are anxious about how am I going to pay for my living. People are anxious about their futures. People feel like, I don't know what I'm doing right now. I'm supposed to be successful at 25. Just, you have to recognize that. We're not going anywhere. There's no destination. You want to die? That's the death destination, right? No, we're living, right? The destination is right now. It's like the trip. It's like, let's say we're going... 
we're going up to New York, right? And New York is great, but you know what's awesome? Spending time with the family of the way on there, having fun in the car ride, exploring all the cities, and then you get to New York, you know? You know? Let's look at life in that such a way, right? We get into one major destination at the end of the day. But along the way, most of our lives, all of our life, is actually the process. Oh, what can I what can I go tomorrow? Like what can I be? What can I do? What are the possibilities? Not what is impossible. No. What is possible for me? What is possible for the future? And what's possible for today, for the next hour, for the next minute? That possibility is our exit strategy out of anxiety and worry. See, you hear that? Possibility is the exit strategy from anxiety and worry. Because when you believe that all things are possible through Christ which strengthens you, then they are. But if you believe all things are impossible, then you're playing the imposter role. Because you're thinking that you're the creator. That you know it all, right? You don't know it all. Don't trump unlimited power with your limited beliefs. Use your unlimited power by taking the cap out of your limited beliefs. If your belief is limited, the results will also be limited. If where you think you can go is so small then I promise you where you're going to end up will be a lot smaller. So growth comes from believing in unlimited possibilities, right? And you can do that every day. I, I want you to get one thing. Getting rich is not going to make you less anxious. Yes, it'll diminish the economic troubles that you have. Yes. You won't have to think how you're going to pay your bills. Yes, it may be like that. But if your mind never shifts, no matter how much money you make, your problems will rise up to meet your income. Your expenses will rise up to meet your income. So unless your mind gets solidified, unless the possibilities have been opened for you, that you believe that there are possibilities, then guess what is going to happen? Whether you get rich, you'll still be at a poor state. So that's why working on your mental acuity is going to make an acute change in your life. You know, and that may be the step towards meeting that cute guy or lady you've been looking for. Because when you become that person who understands his or her emotions then everyone will be able to better understand you. You'll be able to understand people, their sufferings, their needs, their egos, um, and you'll be able to have more power for yourself. And you will have less desire to have power over others. But that all starts with the mind, solidifying the pathways of the mind, right? The fabric of our lives the cotton that we wear in our selves, right? Not the clothes. I'm talking about the image that we have, right? The face that we put on. The fabric of our lives is a result of the strands of thoughts in our heads. And it is the result of how we take that needle and sew the fabric of our lives. Our axe is the needle. It's sewing it. Our thoughts is the fabric, right? Is the, you get the roll, right? You get the fabric, right? And the scissor, how you cut and construct your life, that's called problems, turmoil. The things that cause anxiety based on your unlimited or limited beliefs. And the fabric of our lives, the clothes that we wear, the image that we have, and the person we become is a result of all of those things. The turmoils, cutting up our character, the fabric, well, I guess the strands 
of cotton whatever it is that are our thoughts and our mindset and the needle and thread which binds it all together that's our experiences so let's build the best stress possible for this time in the world right now that we have you know the next 50 40 80 years that you got let's build such a fabric that when we walk down the street our character shines so bright that people are like oh my god i love the dress you wearing dude well not not dude like oh my god i love the dress you wearing girl you looking good Imagine if people could think that in their head about you without you saying a darn word. Now, when you see somebody with a nice dress, does the dress talk to you? Or does the image of the dress spark your, I don't know, is that something you're like, oh my God, that's so nice, right? You want to have that type of an effect on people. When they see you, they're like, oh my God, there's something about this guy right there. There's something about this person. You got such great vibes. Now, it's not that it matters so much what they think or what he thinks or what she thinks. It matters because it, what it does is it boosts up your self-confidence. And then you start to walk around like a pretty expensive suit. You know what I mean? The fabric of our lives is the result of the strands of the daily things that we do every day to build up our dress, our suit. Now, when we suit it up, we look nice, we feel nice, we're self-confident, people treat us differently, and we treat ourselves differently. And the cycle goes back again. You're like, I look nice, I am nice, my character is nice, my emotions are nice, I actually care about other people, I believe in unlimited possibilities. I don't worry, I actually act to change what is to come. You know, I worked on myself every day. When people see you, they're like, this person? I like this person, right? Now, you may say people are, are like, if you are around a bunch of people and none of them like you, it's either A, you're completely, you're so good of a person that they're hating on you. Those are your haters. Or B, you have some disease in your character. You have some disease in your mindset. Maybe you're too egotistical. You know, you, you got to like, you got to think about that. You know, it's like our reflection, you could literally say, you see what type of person you are based on how people react to you, right? Now, I, I, I talk in such a way to people with enthusiasm and honesty, and I actually care about people, right? So a lot of times when I talk to people, even if I'm working in a retail store and I'm trying to help them find something, it's authentic. So I always, I, lately I've been seeing the best sides of most people. I'm like, okay, I've really grown because in the reflection, I'm seeing people who are actually acting out in a compassionate way, like smiling. I realize how much the power of a smile. That is another thing I realized. I used to have a lot of mean face. Now I walk around smiling. I realize that people will smile right back at you. It's just, unless they're so negative, that if you put them in a dark room, they're going to develop. Otherwise, they're not going to develop a smile for you. If that person is that negative, leave it at that. But your character has to be in such a way that it, it has a deep impact on people just by being yourself. Just sitting in a bus stop and just like people just feel something about you. So if you don't know how to indicate if you've grown, look at the people around you. Look at your circle of friends. Are they negative? They positive? Look at how they react to you. And you'll be able to learn a lot more about yourself. You'll be able to learn a lot more about your own character. And I believe that that's the first step. Really, the first step of learning to be less anxious and worry less is to become a person of great character. A person of enthusiasm. You know, I used to be less enthusiastic about life. I was enthusiastic inside. It was like I had a joy, a passion. I'm about to do this ever since I was a kid. It was always there, never left. But I never showed it on the outside. But the enthusiasm that, that people see at the first sight is the enthusiasm outside. It's how you greet them 
is you smile. It's like, hey, how you doing today? Nice seeing you. People love that, right? It's contagious. But the enthusiasm inside, now, that's like the soul of the enthusiasm, right? There's one thing to look good on the exterior. You could fake enthusiasm, but the, the enthusiasm that runs deep, the enthusiasm that touches the hearts of people and touches their lives, is the enthusiasm that runs deep. The enthusiasm that runs from deep inside, created by self-confidence, created by your desire and willingness to help other people, created by your knowledge that there are infinite possibilities that you can do to live your life and be great. Now, I realize what success is. Success is knowing thyself, knowing thy mission, and contributing to the world with those two things, thyself and thy mission in life. And I feel very successful. Now it's about how do I get the actual money? Right? We all want to talk about that, right? How do we get the money for anxiety? Right? So we don't have to be anxious about the bills. So we don't have to be anxious about where we're going to live. You know? Hey, I'm going to leave that for future talks. I want to have the money before I come here and tell you how to make a million, right? We're working on it, right? We're working on the disease of character so that enthusiasm, passion, compassion, skill sets... Uh, creativity, all of those things could combine and making me a fortune, right? So because we worked on that character with patience, the money will come. So now I want you to be patient, right? I just want you to work on your self, character, growth, learning, becoming, appreciating life, loving life, enjoying life, right? That's what I focus on right now, right? But I also focus on how do I make money, right? I'm thinking about it. Every time I'm like, how do I provide value to people? That aligns with my mission and how do I get monetary gains back? Right? But the best money I've gotten is where I'm at right now. It's the way I'm able to navigate through life. Like, I'll tell you a story. Like last week, well the week before last week, because last week was last week. I had the best week. I'm telling you, went a hundred percent in, productivity skyrocketed. I worked 16 hour days, amazing. And that the last week of the month, which was the last week, right? Complete opposite. No desire to wake up early. I was like, what the hell is that? But the whole week I'm thinking about it. It's like, it's not getting out of my head. And I'm just like, yo, let's get back. You know what you're doing, dude. But what I realized is that I was stepping outside myself, recognizing what I'm doing and re-navigating. Now this week I'm like it's a new week. We're back at it. When you can do that in life, you could overcome anything. Because every day you're rebuilding your character. See what I mean? We don't need to lessen our obsessions. So I used to think I have to do this by big amounts. We have to lessen our obsessive thoughts and behaviors every day. We have to recognize it. You remember they said awareness is the first step to changing? You ever go on a 21 step, 5 step program, whatever they call it? Yeah? You're like, awareness. You gotta be aware of who the hell you are. When you got that down, everything is gonna come. I'm telling you right now, I just, I know. I'm just like, the future's gonna look bright. I am certain. And I have a confidence. The other day, I was going to a seminar. I had went to the seminar four months ago, and I remember how I went there. I was had no money. I guess I didn't have money. Four months later, I was wearing a suit, nice tape, and I was like, "Damn!" Four months earlier, I was. This is a new guy going. I'm like, "Shit, what happened?" It's only been four months. I'm like, "Dang!" I feel. I was like, "Okay, I feel like a CEO right here." I tell you, that's how I felt. I was going to this tech conference. I was like, damn, this is a new guy going to tech conference. It's been four months. I went to tech conference last one. I didn't feel this way. I was wearing a shirt and jeans and I, was just, I had a new fabric in my life, right? Not just the physical, not the suit. I'm talking about mental fabric because four months was a really good four months of growth, you know? And that, you know, when you say after the storm comes greatness, that's what happens. I had like a rough patch during the summer, lost my car, went back home. Oh, none, mom. And I'm like, okay. 
Well, I keep experiencing this every time, same time. So I went personal development, right? First, I did a whole month where I just like drowned in just being alone in the room, not doing nothing, not going anywhere, not having fun, right? That opened up my mind for me to personally develop for the next couple months. And then now that put me in such a stage. I'm, this this just happened in four months. I was like, I looked at myself in the mirror. I was like, this is not the same guy going to the tech conference. And when I got there, you know what happened? We was doing an icebreaker where we had to make an imaginary company and people picked teams, like five minute thing, right? And we had to make up this company. And we, they had to pick a CEO. And it was very ironic. I was in the group. Um, all three members of the group was like, "Well, he looks, he looks like a CEO." It's like he look, he sh you should be, you, you already look like. Him. I was like, "He right." To them, it may have been just a suit, but to me, I was like, "My mind does look like a CEO mentality." My habits, yeah, you know, the four a.m. grind and writing my books, writing my goals every day, and. Doing all this stuff, I was like, yeah, you know, I am a CEO. I'm a CEO. I'm a CEO of a multi. What do you thought? I am a CEO of a multi-million dollar corporation. We just haven't made them all ten million dollars in salesman, sales, you know, criteria yet. And I was thinking to myself, like, damn, you know, I had said that I was a new person, and now people are actually seeing me as that new person, and I'm actually believing in that new person. And also, guess what? I am a new person. That's the story. And how do you apply this to your life? First, change the story about yourself. Then change the fabric of your life. That's your character. I wish we talked about that. And then people will see you differently. That will come back. Then you see yourself in that same way and better. And you continue acting in that way. And every time, you're like, I'm not acting like who I am. And guess what happens? Boom! You're like, holy crap. Ed is going to change. Right? Ed is a new guy. You know what I mean? I was maybe at 70%. Now I'm at 80%. Right? Four or five months ago, one of my beloved friends asked me. He's like, um, how much of your potential are you using right now? And I was at a down point. You know, it was like, I was like, okay. I think I'm only using 30%. So right now, I just stopped running my business. Don't have a car. I'm not using half my skill sets. So I was at 30%. I'm like, I'm at 30%. She was like, 30%? I had to be honest. And now I'm like, oh, four or five months later, I'm like, I'm at 70, 70, maybe 70%. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll say I'll say 60%. Now, if you want to say, why aren't you at 100%? Now, my daily actions, how I'm handling the day is 100%. I'm going ham. You know, we, we're killing it every day. We got goals. We're tackling them down. We're making calls, creating systems, calling, doing all the things you need to do, right? Doing that. But when you lack it in the macro view of what you're doing versus what you can be doing you got to do yourself a, a clear analysis of are you actually doing a hundred percent now you may be a hundred percent in your thoughts and you're learning yes but it's the average of all of these things divided by who you can be if you use every single talent skill set and unlimited possibilities that you have now that is the true indication of where you're at in life not what you think the percentage is but what is the percentage i say right now i you know i could be doing seminars should be writing a book should be running a multi-million dollar organization because i i'm a but i can do it should be having this team of people all across the us it's all things i can do right now i'm in the process of doing it recognizing that I'm living at 100% during the day, so 90 or 80%. But at the macro level, I'm still loading. It's like a video game. I'm loading to 100%. And if we can make it that we don't reach 100% to the end of our lives, then we can actually play our whole life. 
Imagine if you got to play your whole life. You don't want to reach 50 and get to your full potential. Then you'll be like, damn, why am I living anymore? Let's just die. Then guess what? Your body start deteriorating, your mind start deteriorating, and your relationships deteriorate. So don't hurry, just be late. Alright? Your percentage is always gonna fluctuate. You know, you may think a hundred percent is five years down the line, and you get there, then you realize, oh shoot, I've just doubled my skill sets. Now you just like ah, I'm still at fifty percent, cause now I doubled the skill set. So don't worry, be happy. Come on, just be happy. You know what possibility that you had to be a human being? I don't know the number. It's like one out of a million or something like that. But you're too special to just worry about what's going to happen tomorrow or 10 days, 20 days. Don't worry. You know, just be happy, man. Just be happy. Just I've experienced some things, you know, like something that a lot of people worry about to dramatic sense. You know, not being able to pair the car, not knowing where they're going to leave, not knowing where they're going to eat. We're talking needs, not having friends, a depressive state. Uh, addictive behaviors, uh, failing and failing school, not getting enough clients. For, I've experienced it all. I'm only 23. I've experienced all. I, now I realize, shoot, I've been really blessed. I've experienced a lot of stuff. I'm pretty blessed because I realized, oh shoot, what's the worst that can happen, right? <laughs> like, n I realized that everything I had worried about before, like. It's not that bad. I'm just saying, things always kind of work out. If you know that part, I'm telling you, you will never be anxious and worried again. Even right now, something really horrible, you're going to find the positive side of that situation. I believe that you're going to do that. I've done that. I've had to do it. I've been doing motivational speeches and talking and being inspiring and all that was always from an honest place, right? But you thought I was my life was perfect? Nah, man. Like I went through my, I had my struggles, but they were just what they were—struggles. They were like a scissor cutting the strands of a fabric to build the right person, right? To build the right image. And that's what I looked at them as. There were also opportunities, because I learned what not to do, and I learned and became more compassionate about what other people were going through. So. If you look at every opportunity in your life as an opportunity or every trouble in your life as an opportunity or every apprehensive thought as an opportunity for you to see what I can do, then you'll never be anxious because you'll be like, well, like for me, I'm quitting my job. Somebody was like, how are you going to pay your bills? I was like, I'm going door to door to businesses and I'm going to tell them, listen, this is how I can help you grow your brand. I've been doing it. This is how I do it. I have a team of people who can help you do it. Let me help you out. Now, should I be anxious about how I'm going to pay my... I should be. But I know this. I've run a business for three years. I managed to make it. So why can't I do it now? Anxiety is coming from a limited belief. In turn, limiting the results. If you limit the belief that this is the only possibility then that possibility is inevitable if you look at the headlight of a car and you're a deer and you stare at it you like it's gonna hit me it's gonna hit me it's gonna hit you so just get out the way get out and be happy rejoice and enjoy your life like you look look around you if you find beauty in everything now I'm kind of like I'm on a different mental level. I find beauty in everything and everyone. You know, I just be like looking at people. I'll be like, damn, this person is really great. I don't even know. I'm like, damn, got a beautiful soul. I'm like, damn, this is a really gorgeous person. You know, just good thoughts. Makes you feel good. If you're a good person, then good is going to come to you. And your mind will be just, okay. You know, in the midst of like trouble, everybody, house is burning next to you. It's just like strong it's just like there's an army coming and killing families and 
I'm just going to some medieval time right now. You're going to some medieval times in your life, right? And we're breaking back. It's just crazy houses are burning down. And you're just there sitting in your room with your family praying. But then packing up so that you can run away and save your life. You know? Right? So you're, you're still because you believe. You have faith. You believe and you have faith. That's why you're still. But you're in action because you believe and have faith and realize if you don't do nothing with that faith, faith without work is dead, you're going to be dead. So guess what you do? You get that out of here. You're like, okay, God, I'm going to be praying all day long, but I'm going to be getting out of here. And you don't, you don't look at your family with like, oh, my God, we're going to die. Guess what? You're going to die because they're not going to be able to run away because they're going to be like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. You ever seen a scary movie? You keep looking back like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then boom. You get shot, killed. So you gotta run with faith, right? Don't just, Lord, Father, God, please, please save me out of the situation. Lord, no. Repetition is not gonna get you anywhere, right? Faith is gonna get you somewhere. Just believe and then act. Don't repeat all these things. Don't repeat all your problems to people. Oh my God, you gonna help me? No, you gotta believe it. You gotta believe it's gonna happen for you, right? See, now I don't ask for people to necessarily help and give me a million dollars, but I believe it's gonna come to me because I'm going to get it, right? It's the dynamic of believing it's going to come because you're gonna get it, right? It's it's crazy. It's a, it's it's a, it's like a it's weird, you know. You you gotta give and believe to get, and then go and get it yourself, right? Then you're like, what's the I thought it would come to no, 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 no. You'll get little parts of it, but the whole thing, you got to get it yourself. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to conclude the episode. Could go all day. Um, you know, I love doing this stuff. It makes me really happy. That's why I do it. It's like, it's a passion of mine, you know. And that's the last thing. Find a passion, you know. Find something you love to do, you know. I do this now. There's a mic in ears who listen to it later on the podcast. Apple Music. It's on every podcast app. Every podcast app. It's called Ed Talks Holistic Health and Motivation. Go check it out. Ed Talks. Like TED Talks. Motivation. Uh, holistic Health and Motivation. And you type that in or you put my first name, last name, dot com. That brings you right to iTunes to the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, find your passion. Find something worthy of chasing. Recognize that you can change the quality of your life by changing your mind. And don't worry. Just be happy. Enjoy your life. And recognize that this is an opportunity. And it's not. Um, it's not your faith to be anxious. Right? So thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Edouard Gilles. And you can follow me on all social media platforms at. CEO Ambitionist. That's C E O A M B I T I O N I S T. Right? Please be sure to tune into this episode every Monday, 12 p.m. here on the Facebook Live, and also post it on my podcast. That's Ed Talks Holistic Health and Motivation. Thank you very much. You have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Remember, you have the unlimited power in you to achieve whatever it is that you want. But until you believe that, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Thank you so much. Peace.